0: Hey all, thank you all so much for joining me for episode nine of COVID Confessions one year later here on the J in Transit podcast. cannot wait to bring you my dear friend, Makiba, and her story of self-discovery as we have all tried to navigate this pandemic. I hope you enjoy and I'll see you on the other side. Hey, Makiba, how are you? I'm good, and you? I am good, girl. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. As no, my pleasure, my pleasure. <laughs> so how's your summer been first off? Cause I know what it's summer two of, of being on the inside. Yes. You know, the
1: summer for me this year has been quite slow. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't really done much due to COVID. Um, still trying to like readjust, get back into this new normal that we have that we are experiencing right now. Right. Um, so it's been it's been pretty slow for me.
0: Yeah, I think um, I think I've gotten that mixed response from from a few folks. Others, you know, have been like, "Oh, I've been ripping and running," and you know, mm-hmm. the majority of the folks are like, "I'm taking it easy" because I still don't know what's going on.
1: Yeah. I'm 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 that. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the take it easy person. Got
0: yeah. it. Well, I would love to hear a little bit about your journey. So I know when we be- first became friends, we were, you know, going hard at the gym, so we were in person. We were trying to make these bodies right and tight. And we had so many plans mm-hmm. leading into 2020. Do you remember any of those plans that you had? In terms of physical plans, like our body plans? Body plans,
1: career plans, family plans. I mean, I think, you know, when we met, I was definitely in my, it's time to get this, this body right <laughs> <laughs> mode. Um, and I think I was working out a lot during that time period. Um, and I, I was trying to figure out my way professionally as well mm-hmm. um, but there was no immediate rush but I knew it was something that I needed to you know focus on more so at that time so pretty much that was the plan those were the goals that was the agenda um, right but then you know COVID hit
0: and turned everything around Right. So, you know, one of the unique things about you as my guest on my podcast is that you are married to a first responder. Mm -hmm. Tell us how those first days were um, as you saw your plans, maybe or so coming to a halt and then um, seeing your partner um, having to put himself out on the line every day.
1: You know, that's an interesting question because, um, you know, that is something that is always on the forefront of my mind anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, when you're with someone in that profession for a long period of time, you know, you're not focused on it as much, of course, until, you know, heightened things um, happen. So naturally, you know, when things went for, turned for the worst, um, I was scared. I'm going to be honest. I was scared. Um, I thought a lot about what did it mean for my family, I thought a lot about, you know, there was no way for him to not be out there, what does this look like, and I immediately went into fight mode, like straight up survival, Um, and and as a social worker, because I'm a social worker, um, I knew immediately that my focus was going to have to be um, my mental health. And how right. this was going to impact my mental health, but then also how I was going to try and be strong enough to maintain, you know, for my, for my child as well. Right. Um, and so that was the focus. I mean, I, I, I went nuts like, literally, Lysol, you know, take your clothes off at the door, shoes off at the door, let me spray you down. Um, it was a real challenge in the beginning. Um, right for me and for him
0: mm-hmm. what were some of the things what were some of the dynamics that you kind of saw a shift during this period between you him or your family in general
1: I definitely think for us um we did I would like to say we pulled together so it became teamwork I mean you know we automatically went into, both of us really went into fight mode. Um, and so what was this going to look like? So like I had to increase like the level of cooking <laughs> because <laughs> it was like, okay, I know he's going to be out here a lot. He's going to need to have, you know, food to eat to replenish himself um, when he can. Cause you know, his hours ended up um, just being long um, hours. Um, so you know, some of the the domestic part of uh, my life increased a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a huge shift for me. Um, because, you know, like I said, I am a full-time social worker, plus I have a child. And then at the time, you know, you know homeschooling was um, in place as well. So it was really holding down the house at like a thousand was the shift. Mm-hmm. That was really the shift. Because... I'm used to him, you know, with his job, for the most part, his hours are long, so Mm. this is something that I do anyway, Um, ultimately, um, I don't want to say without him, but a lot of times it is, you know, without him, but now it's increased by a hundred,
0: and so I had to kind of figure out what this was going to look like. Were there any new rules that you introduced other than the Lysol and the wipe downs and the, you know, um, any cord, Wear your mask. Wear
1: your mask. And for a minute, no, really, for a minute, (laughs) we even discussed, um, you might have to stay in a hotel.
0: Oh, wow. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) that's how serious I was about it. I was like, you're interfacing with all types of people. Um, Because again, for us during COVID, it was also at the height of George Floyd. Right. And you know, that brought up on him being around hundreds and thousands of people with mask on and with mask off. So at some point we were talking about, you might have to take them up on being in that hotel that they're offering um, Mm. to allow you to be there. But you know for us the way that we function as a couple we don't separate from each other and so at that point I had to get into my head like I'm gonna have to hold this down and we're gonna have to just ride this out as much as possible and therefore as a result I sort of put myself in a bubble Um, and that was because I knew he would be in contact with so many people therefore I would not want to bring that upon other people
0: I see Okay. So when you put yourself in a bubble, what were you doing differently than others?
1: I literally, to this day, we're how many months into this? A year and a half? Yeah. I, ha- I have not mixed with any friends and family yet. Mm. So I have stuck to my core family, which is my husband and my child, and that's it.
0: hmm
1: um, and I was really strict about it. I've missed a lot of milestone um, occasions. I've missed weddings. I've missed milestone birthdays um, because I just refused to put myself at risk and other people at risk. And it, you know, that that was a challenge. I mean, it caused me to implement a lot of boundaries um, mm-hmm. for myself and for my friends and my family. So, that was the major thing that I put in place. I refused to go anywhere.
0: Was your um, partner also um, putting up the same boundaries no. and barriers? No. Mm-mm.
1: And no. I, think, I think it's because, you know, he had to be out in the world. You know, he mm-hmm. was considered essential. So yeah. for him, it was different. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think, he was worried but I think he operates in the space of survival all the time. That is second nature. So he, he definitely was not as, you know, most people would say I probably was pretty extreme about it. Um, but that, that definitely wasn't him, but because I, you know, I worked from home and I had already been working from home before COVID. So right. for me, it wasn't much of a shift. That wasn't mm-hmm. a shift for me. Um, it was easy for me to just say, all right, I'm gonna stay home, you know, do work, <laughs> you know, do this homeschool thing. Okay. I might have to, you know, not go to brunch and birthdays. I can do this. And I, I, again, like I said, from the beginning, that's when I started focusing on my mental health a lot more and that I knew I was going to have to be intentional about the things that I read, listened to watched, because I knew that I was putting my, taking myself out of um, the things that would support me, which is usually, you know, f- family, friends, and all of that, so,
0: yeah. Well, that's, I, cause my next question were, what, what, what were some of the steps and boundaries that you put in place? And intentionality is definitely uh, a boundary mm-hmm. or, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I had to be, I was a stickler for not going out. Like I would get, um, invitations to go to brunch or, you know, um, let's go for a walk. Friends would call me and say, listen, we worry, girl, you, you have not been out. Matter of fact, to take you to the beginning, when we first went on lockdown, we went on lockdown in March. I did not leave my house for the first 70 days. Well, wow. I never left. I didn't go to the grocery store. I didn't go, you know, I never left. And so my friends, they were like, come on now, like, let's just go for a walk. And I literally was like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not, you know, the information that's out here with COVID is too much of a risk. I don't want to put you at risk. You know, like I said, with my husband being out, out here, I just don't want to do it. And I also kept my you know, my child and mine as well. Because if I get, it, the other thing too, that was the, um, I guess the driving force behind that was, what will happen if I get sick? Mm-hmm. Who's going to take care of her? So that was part of the extreme, I guess, agenda or go or plan. Because I knew if I get knocked down, what is this going to look like? Especially with at that time, at the height of it, you know, the way in which they were saying that the symptoms were affecting people. And I always felt like, I don't know if that's going to be me. Like, I don't know. I don't want to risk being that one person where that's going to be me. So I'd rather not. Right. Um, And um, I really just honed in on, I used, I then used the opportunity to work on myself and that became the focus.
0: Okay, so what 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 would you say is one of the stark differences between the makiba of March twenty twenty and the makiba of August twenty twenty one? Ooh, <laughs> good question. Um,
1: I think now I am really finally trying to walk more within my purpose. Mm. And I mean, what I mean by that is, um, everything that I do at this point forward has to be, in line with my and so for me. I'm sorry,
0: if you could repeat that, has to be in line with where you're going in some point.
1: Right. Right. So whether that is my my professional. My future, you know, what it looks like to be a mother, my future, what it looks like to be a wife. It has to be in line with that. Um, Mm, Because pre-COVID, right, I don't think many, I'm not gonna say many of us, I personally did not have the opportunity to operate in that way, right? Because of the hustle and bustle of just life.
0: mm. And
1: so COVID gave me the opportunity to kind of tease out some of the things that i knew never sat well with me but i went with it because of the hustle and bustle of life not wanting to take the opportunity to make the necessary changes
0: right and so
1: the person that i am right now um you know i'm really focused on trying to see growth within myself um in a different way
0: right Did you see any differences in in your partner and how he related to the world and then in turn to you?
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, it's a running joke because he would say, what is happening with you? You know, what is going on? And for a long time, because like I said because I've been so extreme with it, I think he began to get a little nervous. He may not admit this. But I think he was, I think he was getting nervous. Like you might need to see somebody. Cause he said that like several times. You might need to see somebody. Like, you're not getting out. Like you okay? Like, are you what's going on? And so I think it was it was very difficult for him to see this, I guess, new person, like this ship. And I don't think he recognized and maybe I didn't even recognize either that I really was operating in survival mode.
0: I see. yeah, And
1: that's what it was for me. Like, I have to make sure that myself and my family, we survived this because we didn't know how long it was going to be. Right. You know? Um, But I think that was the primary thing for him. Like, okay, something, like, talk to me a little bit more about this. Like, what exactly is your motivation? Like, Let's talk about, you know, how is this really, you know, affecting you, affecting us? Um but in terms of um how things affected him, you know, he's not much of a sharer in that sense. Again, I think it's just because of who he is and because of his profession. But um there was a lot of check-ins, especially, you know, during the George Floyd period about, you know how he he was feeling. and and i I do think, you know, not speaking for him, but I do think it weighed very heavy on him mm. um, during this time.
0: Right. How did you both keep up the, the partnership? Because um, I don't want to call it a front, but the partnership for your daughter, like what were, were, the, were there conversations about how you were going to be together, how you were going to argue, how you were going to, you know, disagree in front of her, knowing that she, he was your only outlet. Aside from her. Yeah, no. We didn't discuss it. I mean
1: it kind of, you know, unfortunately during this time period, um, you know, she couldn't be shielded from a lot of things. Um, <laughs> you know, and so as a result, there were a lot of, you know, conversations afterwards with her about, you know, the difficulty of things, you know. Um, explaining why you know there may have been s- some difficult moments that she may have heard you know between he and I um, mm-hmm. it was a lot of that but I mean literally it, it was really hard to to do that um, with COVID mm-hmm. uh, I mean because I, I was doing everything you know like I said homeschooling you know worried about him working a full time job it, it it was like it was a lot. And to be quite honest with you, I don't even think I recognized how much it was until mm. just recently.
0: Mm. What weighed on your, what lifted or weighed heavier on you just recently to make you realize how much you, you'd taken on?
1: When I lost the motivation to work out and care for my physical health. Wow. That's when I realized because you know I mean yes. working out is my thing like that's how you and I connected like yes. that was my thing like <laughs> you you know what we gonna pump move this weight around and um and yes we, it got to a point it got to a point I didn't want to do it no more I didn't want to do it no more I I know for a fact I was emotionally eating um you know from working out you know, three times a day, went to two times a day, went to one time a day, went to nothing for weeks. Mm. And the epiphany though, was when this just happened just recently was, you know, when my husband, you know, took my child out the house while I was working. And that's the first time that I had peace and quiet in this whole year and a half. Oh my. And it dawned on me, Oh wow that's it that's what it is that's what I'm feeling right now I'm feeling the COVID fatigue I'm feeling you know when many people may have felt COVID fatigue in the beginning stages because I was in survival mode so much I didn't realize that I was burning myself out and that's when it dawned on me like yeah Yeah, you've been doing a
0: lot. So does that then change the um, focus of your mental health, right? Because survival mode is a way of protecting your mental health. What Mm -hmm. is it looking like now that you're like, wait, I've taken on way too much shit?
1: Yeah, I've shifted. (laughs) I've shifted. No, really, I've shifted. Even you know, even with working out, right, it's changed from, you know, our normal high-intensity workout to maybe you need meditation. Mm. Maybe you need Pilates. Maybe you need yoga. You know what I mean? So it's more about being a little more kinder to my body because that's what I need right now. Okay. Um, and then <laughs> also... Relying on you know the the type of books that I'm reading now are are different because again at that time you know I went into I was also in heavy mode with uh oh you know I gotta raise my level of consciousness right now (laughs) so I started I started reading everything like I went back to like the autobiography of Malcolm X I went to like uh, James Baldwin, The Fire Next Time. I went back to like you know some books from you know um, Tanashi Coates. Like I was th- th- the new Jim Crow. Like I was deep and heavy in that. Mm. And so you know now the shift is more about okay. I um, I just picked up um a book called um, Drop the Ball, and um, it's by Tiffany Dufu, and it's about mothers who feel like, you know, society perpetuates, you know, this gender role thing and we have to do it all. Mm. And what does it look like if you can't do it all? So, you know, now I'm, I'm shifting the mindset and, and trying to now figure out like, okay, COVID is still here. It's not going anywhere. So what's the new adjustment?
0: Right. Right. Is it a, is it a, change or epiphany that's resonated with your husband
1: i don't know i don't think so <laughs> I, I don't i don't i really don't know i don't i don't I don't, I don't think so i mean because i think for him he's still operating in the same mold, right You know COVID is still here right but there's a different element to it now right so now you know we're just opening back up so now the focus goes from oh you know you guys may not have had so many people out to okay we back to concerts and parties and you know all of that stuff again so i don't think for him yeah you know i I would have to ask him actually
0: I guess I asked the question because you said he was worried when you were solely focused on being inside, protecting yourself, your daughter and him Mm -hmm. to the point where it was a complete isolation to now, it seems like you've loosened it. So I was, I just wondered if he noticed. Oh, in relation to that. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, I think he's noticed because obviously, you know, it's baby steps for me right like mm-hmm. I, just, <laughs> I just recently like went to the gym for the first time in Gen- in July Ooh. like in inside the gym for the oh. very first time yeah I didn't tell you that yeah sorry I forgot <laughs> but I, I went like three or four times and um so I've done that and you know I went to like eat at a restaurant but no. it had it had to be outside it had to be outside though of that, course that, that was like the rule so i've done <laughs> that so i've made some baby steps here and there so for him it's like okay okay she coming around now can we travel uh, now you are doing too much now listen <laughs> <laughs> he took that a little bit too far from my friend right right so yes i do think that he's seeing some changes um and i don't think he might be as alarmed as he was before <laughs> Mm -hmm. um (laughs) but yeah (laughs) definitely (laughs) but just the other day he tried
0: to push it like okay can we? wait you're gonna have to repeat that because it seemed like we went in out so you say he tried to push it a little bit too far and was like what
1: oh can we go to Jamaica and I was like you you doing you doing too much you just let me let me ease myself back into all of this um but yeah so yeah I, I'm doing a little bit more than I did in in the early part of all of this
0: so we didn't touch on this and I just wanted to take a, a little bit of a step back you were you know you you have been working from home um before and it was social work so it was taking care of other people's mental health Mm -hmm. were there some um rough patches that you went through as you tried to take care of yourself and your own and other people
1: um I'm sure there were um can I identify what it was probably not Mm -hmm. um and, and the reason why I say that is because I consumed myself with you know, literally, you know this, at one point in all of it, I worked out three times a day and did that for like six, seven months straight. I know. Um, and it was crazy. You know, when I think about it now, I'm like, how how did I do that? Um, and then, you know, I also, you know, I'm a very spiritual person. So I, you know, made sure I you know, I was reading things too that was very um supportive to my spirit. Um, so I don't think I was able to identify it then. Right. But now looking back, I'm I'm sure my mental health was definitely affected, like because the way that I engrossed myself um in these things, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, I remember when I for when you know we first started I started on these um doing these lives talking about how we're going to be productive and how to make the best of this and it's almost like how silly were you <laughs> like how productive can we be when the only thing we want to do is live Yeah and you mean during covid? Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know what's so funny though As soon as, you know, COVID hit, I immediately said to myself, I'm not setting lofty goals. I immediately Mm. knew that. I immediately knew that this was something that was serious.
0: Mm. And
1: I intentionally did not set professional goals, motherhood goals, Any of those things. And I intentionally kept telling myself over and over to be as flexible as possible
0: because
1: you don't know what this is going to be. Like I purposely did not set a single goal like I I knew from the beginning um, that that wasn't going to work for me. Like, I wasn't going to try to clean out my house or clean out my closet. Like, I wasn't (laughs) going to try to do all of that. I wasn't going to try to, you know, take no exam, write no book. Like, I was like, (laughs) I'm
0: not. You didn't want to start
1: no podcast. No podcast, no IG Live, no nothing. I was like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Because I knew I was going to have to figure out how to function just for my kid working from home and teaching
0: her yeah. every let's a, day. Let's talk a little bit about that.
1: How did your...
0: I know, just a little bit.
1: I got a on that.
0: <laughs> Ma'am, because you were already an involved partner and parent mm-hmm. to your princess's education and development. Mm-hmm. How us a little bit about some of the things you had to do to make sure that she didn't fall off the track that probably was my
1: biggest challenge and I say that because as involved as I am I still maintain my involvement Mm -hmm. and the first I want to say probably three four months were very difficult for her and I because I am somewhat of a type A perfectionist person, right? right.
0: Well,
1: that, that's a whole I mean, nother probably We're podcast. friends for a reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably a whole nother podcast. <laughs> and what it did with her being home, what it did for me though, was show me how she possibly presented herself in school, right? And so that became... My focus, like, wait a minute, you sliding down in the seat? Uh-uh, uh uh-uh, uh 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 uh-uh, uh uh-uh. What? You know, so <laughs> it was so like behavioral modification. Like a lot of behavior modification was happening in the beginning. Like, uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. You know, so between that though, and then also making sure that she stayed on target with the assignments, it
0: right. was like
1: I took on a whole nother person's calendar. Yeah. because her stuff was synced to my phone. So oh, I would wow. get I would get every class assignment, every project, every you got to do this, every everything was there. And, and things were building up. They were turning red. They were overdue. And, you know, I was in the beginning, I was trying to make sure everything was turned in on the day that they said they wanted it turned in. So right. it was a lot of, it began to be a lot of pressure for her and a lot of pressure for me. And then, maybe, like I said, maybe like four months into it, I said, you know what?
0: And what this, is at this rate? And you so, said I, it wasn't going to be sustainable at this rate. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, what did Not you drop? Rate. I wait I, we have to start that one again what did you end up dropping troll drove did you hear me no okay, okay. So answer. I. go ahead
1: <laughs> so I let go of my perfectionism mm. and what I mean by that is I stopped focusing on the due dates and I started paying more attention to what she actually needed. Oh, wow. And she didn't need my perfectionism. She actually really need the nurturing and the understanding. Like, I don't got it. I'm not getting it. I need you to help me understand this, you know? And yeah. I also decided, and I probably waited a little. Well, actually, too, let me step back. She yeah. was out the first year, but then I also decided the second school year round, I didn't send her back. So literally I've been homeschooling her for two school years,
0: two school terms. And so that's, oh, because they did have a comeback at some point. Oh, you're yes, right. Yes, yep, yes, yes, yep. yes, yes. And so I'm one of those who a third school term. Right. So Got I'm it. one of those parents
1: who didn't send her back and kept her right. fully remote, even though right. there was that hybrid option that you can take. I didn't take, right. I didn't choose that option. Right. So I had to also learn, you gotta outsource some of this. Mm. To a tutor. Like, it's a week, I need someone to help her with her homework. Wait,
0: we're going to do that one again. Two nights a week?
1: I I had to to
0: help her with her homework. Right.
1: And I had to really be okay with that. Hmm. Because for me, like I said, I'm pretty hands on. Yes. but i had to really be like you can't do it like it's no way for you you know because she's also you know she went up in grade, so now she's reading a lot more and, and i'm was thinking i can't read your whole chapters and test you on this and like it's just it's too much and it's, work yeah yeah there's no way right um so that was part of the adjustment like the tutor would work with her um for an hour they would get through, um, you know, the challenges stuff. I would email the tutor, let her know, you know, what was due for that day that I knew that she needed assistance with. She would walk through it. They would do it on Zoom. Um, you know, they, she would share her screen. They would work it out. And, and that, that became helpful.
0: That's awesome. How are you and her now? And is she going back in the phone? Yeah, they have to go back.
1: Oh, it's a have to. Okay. Yeah, they have to. It's required now. So she'll be she'll be going back in the fall. Um we're good now. I mean, she just finished a summer. I did enroll her in a summer um program that was online online as well. Okay. Um, and, And it was half um academics and the other half was a little more of a social piece. Um and she misses it. It just ended last Thursday. Um but because it wasn't as structured as a normal school year, she enjoyed it. Oh, good. So, mm-hmm.
0: But also it won't be so f- unfamiliar when she's back at it full time.
1: Right. And that's why, I, that's why I enrolled her in it for the summer. Mm. Um, but we'll see. So how,
0: what, what's next for you? How's it looking for you now that you basically have a little bit more of your space back with her being back in school full time? What, what were some of the adjustments you're making for you? Well, as of September, she'll be back in school. Um,
1: and for me, right. So now it's a shift, right? Because, you know, I'm no longer in that fight survival mode. I, I, you know, I recognize that this is what it is. COVID is here. We don't know how long it's going to be. We're going to have to wear a mask if that's what we're choosing to do on, you know, on an individual level. Um, and now it's that planning phase, right? Now mm-hmm. it's the, okay, let's get back to those 2020 goals that you had, you know, professionally. Mm. Let's get back to what does that look like for you and your family? Now is game plan time, you know, uh, now, now it's put it into action. So, you know, that's pretty much where I'm at right now. That's the focus, you know, um, And, you know, just making sure that, you know, we remain as safe as possible, but I'm not as vigilant, hyper-vigilant, I guess, about it.
0: Right. Um,
1: And I'm looking forward to her going back to school. I am. I'm looking forward to her being able to socialize with her friends. Because here's the thing. I put myself in a bubble. She was in a bubble. Of of course. course. You know, um, so she hasn't been able to see, you know, her family, her friends um, physically, right. Um, but she, but she, you know, I always maintain, you know, she talked on the phone a lot with her friends. She did zoom activities on, you know, with her friends and things like that, but it's not the same. It's mm-hmm. not the same. So I'm looking forward to her, you know, going back to school and, you know, readjusting and also preparing for that readjustment too, because she's been with me for two school terms. We're probably gonna have some readjustments to to kind of go through, right? Um, yeah, it's probably gonna be tough for her in the beginning. Um, so I have to make room and space, you know, for that as well um, for the next couple of months that are that
0: you know that are coming up. So Got it. Uh, I guess my last question. I mean, we can keep talking forever and ever. Um, but <laughs> How is this readjusting looking for for a hubby? I know he already asked you to travel, but are there other things that you think he's, you know, he's got, uh, caught on to along the way that may lead to some changes or differences in how you all relate?
1: Um I don't think so. I mean, you know, we 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 have our um, our roles, you know, we Mm. function in a certain way um, primarily because of the type of job that he has. There's just, you know, there's just certain things that, you know, I have to hold down and, you know, there's some things that, you know, he'll hold down. Um, So, I mean, for us, it's pretty much the same, you know. Um, We probably would just readjust a little bit um, with, you know, me being hyper vigilant and stuff like that but I I will have to call it for us you know it's the um increased even though it's weird because even though he was gone a lot more Mm. we still it incited communication again Mm. Mm. you know what I mean like we definitely increased how much we communicate with each other because i think for for a while you know we've been together for many years and you know the the, the days of check-ins had changed like i wasn't calling a check-in he wasn't calling a check-in and that's because you know we just got comfortable with life you know you get comfortable that with everything is going to be okay you right get com- you know what i mean but yeah. i think for us it was like a wake-up call like wait a minute, like, mm-mm. we need to kind of, we need to go back to that. So, you know, and like I said, with, with especially too with George Floyd, what happened for me at that moment, for the first two months of that, I wasn't sleeping because I was staying up at night, literally waiting for him to walk through the door. Wow. And, you know, I just was like, uncomfortable because he had been through, you know, several instances during that moment where it was a life or death situation for him personally. Wow. And me having to witness and see those things on the news. Right. So, it it you know, it caused us to really start to communicate and I, and I'm appreciative as much as COVID has been hell. Yeah, um, there have been some positives that came out of it for for us, um, in in our marriage, for sure. Uh, in our relationship, definitely.
0: That's great. That's great, and it's all a work in progress. So, if there was one thing that you would tell your, you could tell your um, twenty twenty Makiba self, what would it be? My twenty 2020... twenty. Yeah. The one coming right into this lockdown, being mm. hyper vigilant. What would be the one thing you could tell her if you if you could go back? Um,
1: be kind to yourself.
0: Mm.
1: Be kind to yourself, and also, um, you know, make space for uncertainties. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's something that, and that's an ongoing intentional thing for me, you know, not only just a 2020 thing, but, you know, that's an ongoing thing, like learning to be kind and gentle with myself, despite mishaps, mistakes, you know, decisions, regrets, whatever it is, um, life happens, you know, and you have to be okay with life happening right it mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it's the end of the world it doesn't mean you don't get a do over you know it's like as long as you can wake up and see the next day you got an opportunity to shift whatever it is so i think that's the that's what i would um tell myself
0: mm-hmm. i lied i had another question though <laughs> uh-huh. <So> this is, <laughs> this will probably be i know you lied it. I knew you lied. <laughs> No, cuz I feel like I'm short, shortchanging you and my audience by not going back to Go um this this theme that came up about roles. Oh lord. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead
1: roles, roles. I
0: want yes, I want to hear about What you are, are you reimagining roles now after this experience of having taken on the world, essentially?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I think, I think for me, and I I don't want to say a lot of women because, you know, there are listeners out there who, who will not feel this way. But for those that do feel this way, I'll, you know, I'll phrase it in that way, you know we take on gender roles subconsciously mm. you know even when we say we're not and 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 what i mean by that is because i came from a two-parent household and my mother did everything mm. everything she mm. worked as well too but she right. was one of those you know old school cook clean laundry you know fold coat clothes bring you know the 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 plate to the to the table. You know, you know all of that. And I grew up always saying to myself, "I'm not doing none of that." Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna be some equality in my house. <laughs> you know, like that was like it's gonna be some equality in my house. But I think like just subconsciously, just by by what you see, what is modeled, and all these different things, you end up doing it. You know, yeah. and and you in the end, especially when you are a woman who is a working individual who is trying to elevate professionally, mm. then that whole school of thought becomes cof- a conflicted thought and it brings about a lot of resentment. Mm-hmm. And you then have to navigate and figure out how this is going to look and work in your relationship. And even though when you feel like you're with a a quote unquote modern man, right? A lot of times they not. (laughs) (laughs) They not. They They not. they, They not. I mean, they say they're modern, but they still want some of the elements of, you know, I hate to say it, but the old school way. And nice. so, um, absolutely COVID, you know, has even, you know, that it's come up for us as well, you know, in the house. So we have to talk about what's this, what this is going to look like and how this is going to shift, right. you know, cause he's, he's also at the end of the, of his, his career. Okay. Well, end of his career, um, <laughs> like enough is enough of end of his career, uh, <laughs> But, and so Uh, now it's like, I finally will have the opportunity, um, to focus on me and my career. mm -hmm. Um, but there was a level of sacrifice, um, you know, and, um, it's, it's definitely have been, has been a conversation, a lot of conversation actually for us, um, during covid
0: so has the shift started now on, on reimagining those roles? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it has. Um, you know, I'm trying to get him to get out. He gonna hate that I say that. But <laughs> <laughs> call me, call me, Um, what's her name? Tabitha Brown. You Have you heard about that whole thing? Yeah, she girl. That's me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I'm trying to get him out. Like, it's fine. <laughs> Um, so he gonna hate me. Ooh. Um, but yeah, no, seriously. So that's like, you know, but I get it. Like it, it is who he is. Um, you know, he's you know, he's been in, in law enforcement over 20 years. Uh it'll be 29 years actually, um, at the end of this month. Um, and it is who he is, and and, and he loves the job. He loves, you know, representing, you know our community, he loves being, you know, the first person that, you know, we will see on the scene, Mm. this this is, he he loves it. Um, And it's, you know, a lot of times he comes home and he's, you know, upset about the unfortunate situations that do happen to many of us, you know, black and brown people. Um, And so he's just not ready to go, but it's, it's, (laughs) I think it's time. And so, you know, we are talking about how, what it's gonna look like when, you know, he decides
0: to retire. Right, right. Are you ready for him to flip it and, and, um, and reflect Makiba in, in doing all that she can to quote unquote survive? Because he may very well have that reaction. Reaction about what exactly? What do you mean? About, you know, he's getting used to a new normal. So he, you know, if, if we do get the the opportunity of him retiring soon, um, he's going to have to readjust and that readjustment may show up in different forms. So are you, are you ready for what those different forms may be?
1: I don't think you could ever prepare.
0: Right. That's fair.
1: You know, you just have to go through the motion. And I think that the takeaway is as long as you are doing what you feel you're called to do, you Mm -hmm. have to follow that. Mm -hmm. And your mate has to be willing to support that. Right. And even if they're not a hundred percent on board, the conversation then has to be but how can we make this how can we compromise like what will it look like cuz you're not going to always be 100% on board with everything with every shift with every you know movement but right. as individuals you know you still have individual needs you still have individual wants you know right, although right. it's a unit you know there's no way to to not grow yeah so I guess in a nutshell, what I'm saying is he, he has to get on board. <laughs> like, like, but, you know, uh, you know, yeah, like he
0: may be ready. He may not. I don't know.
1: We will. We'll see.
0: But you, uh, And I guess the, on the flip side, you'll be ready to support what that transition looks like for him. I have to. Mm. You have experience
1: with it. Yeah. I have to yeah. in some ways. But I do recognize that, though this will be, you know, it will it will definitely be a shift for for both of us, right? Because I mean, mm-hmm. I was to now you home every day, and I don't think people realize too. Like you get used to the time apart, and then when it's the time together, okay, this is a readjustment because it's a yeah. readjustment in how the house operates to a certain extent right? right um in terms of you know disciplining who you know my daughter goes to for this who she goes to for that so yeah it's a, it's a whole lot of d- dynamics that definitely will um,
0: come into play that's great that's great okay this really is my last question what are you most excited for <laughs> is there one thing Hello. Yes. I said okay, this will really be my last question. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Hello. Hi, can you still hear me? Hello. Mikiba? Hello? Mm-hmm. Makiba, thank you so much for sharing, for your vulnerability, for your transparency. I think this is one of my favorite episodes of all time, <laughs> and I can't wait to have you back. All, Thank you all so much for joining me on another episode of Jane Transit. If you are not following me on Instagram, I am Jane in Transit on IG, and you can find this podcast on all streaming platforms. Make sure to rate me at the end of this episode. Thank you all so much and see you next time.